Welcome to Frustrated and Exhausted, the podcast for women in leadership, where I help you fulfill your ambitions without sacrificing your sanity or your resilience. Hello, hello. So in today's episode of Frustrated and Exhausted, I'm going to be talking all about the power of connection. And I really believe it is very powerful in all sorts of different ways. I'll talk about a few of those ways. So one of them is about the role of connection in leadership. I'll be talking a little bit about why connection matters so much in terms of our resilience. And I'll be giving you a few prompts to help you to think about how you build connections with others which ones you need to be thinking about a bit more maybe and how you really kind of use your network and your connections in your career kind of for the long term. So let's start off with thinking about the role of connection in leadership and work, your career. It impacts in lots of different ways. Our ability to build relationships, it really matters. I'm a very people person as you might have gathered and not everybody is. But we need to be able to work with lots of different types of people um, as we move through our careers. People who are different from us and people who think in different ways. It can be so rewarding if we're really open to that and curious about other people. But when we're a bit stressed and things, we can often think that people who are different from us are difficult. And that can really impact on the quality of connections that we're able to build because we come with this sort of pejorative kind of view of someone. And we form those opinions so quickly and it can almost taint a whole relationship or the way we see a whole person. We see them through one little slice of something they once said or did that we didn't like. So, you know, first off, I'd really invite you to challenge yourself about that. If you're finding a particular person difficult. Are they difficult or are they different? And are you thinking about that person from one incident or are you looking at the whole person? That's the first thing really to kind of have a good think about. Because the quality of our relationships really matters in terms of our career success. We need other people around us. And this really matters for women in leadership roles. I've talked in previous episodes, feel free to go back and have a re-listen, but I've talked in previous episodes about how important things like allyship are for women to move forward. We need allies to help create space for us sometimes. We need the support of others to really get our voices heard, to create opportunities for us. We need people who'll just listen when it's a bad day. We need people who will give us advice, who will mentor us when things are tough or when we're looking to grow and develop in a particular direction that we've not gone in before. We learn from other people. You know, you you sit at that table and you look around and you see people, you think, I really like the way they handled that point or I could learn that from them. They're really good at this. What can I learn from how they've handled that? Relationships and connections and being open and curious to the people around us really matter in leadership. They matter because 
unless we can be open and curious about people who are different from us, and we can build relationships with those people, we are never going to be able to get the most out of them. We're also never going to be able to really learn from them. And we can all learn something from everyone. So that's the role of connection in leadership. Thinking about the role of connection in resilience. This is really powerful. So maybe some of you will have come across attachment theory before. I first came across it um, when we were applying to adopt our children um, and we did a whole load of training and things around this and it, it absolutely fascinates me how we bond with other people from a neuroscientific perspective and this goes right back to the work of a man called John Bowlby and it has really grown and developed over maybe the last sort of 25 years. Um, there's been a lot more research done around how we actually create attachments, create bonds with other people. This really matters. It matters because when we are babies and we bond with our parents, um, well, hopefully we bond with our parents, you know, when we get that early, early nurture, it teaches us about survival. It teaches us to trust that our needs will be met. And that kind of really creates a bit of an imprint for us as we go through our lives. It, it teaches us that other people can be relied on to support us, to help us, to help us get our needs met. And of course, love has a role in that. The reward that we get from positive feedback in the form of love or respect or being liked um, from other people makes us feel good. It's kind of soul-soothing, isn't it? And that really matters in terms of our resilience, in terms of our ability to trust other people to give us support when we need it, in terms of our ability to bounce back. And there's been a lot of research around this recently. Um, if anybody is interested and wants to know more, please do feel free to reach out. I have a ton of references I can give you. I'm not going to put them in the show notes because there's too many. But these, these bonds that we create um, from those early, early years, really set us up for resilience kind of throughout our lives. And that's why everyone is different, because everyone's experiences we've gone through of being loved, of having our needs met, of those early forms of resilience, those are all different. So there is no kind of sticking plaster, one size fits all, this is how you do resilience. It is an individual thing because your ability to be resilient from that early stage is different, is formed differently because of your unique experiences. But we bring those attachment styles and that ability to attach into our relationships in the workplace as well, into the way that we are maybe niggled by particular things that people do. You know, we, we have different values, we have different approaches to things and all of that comes from those early, early years a lot of it anyway. And so that ability to connect, to form relationships, matters throughout our lives. And being more conscious of how we do that can really help us. Being open to the fact that other people have had very different experiences from us as they've been growing up. And so that may impact their ability to connect and be open to us. The more that we can understand these differences, 
the more that we can connect with people and the more that we can use our relationships and I don't mean in a manipulative way but we can use those relationships to support ourselves and to support other people as leaders in our life and in our work you know there, there is something and you know some people might find this sounds a bit manipulative but it, it really isn't we need to become much more conscious about using and developing not only our network in terms of who we're connected with and you know, on paper or on LinkedIn or, you know, if you've got a work directory internally. Um, it's not just those connections. I mean, quality connections. But we also need to be aware of what roles people are playing for us with those connections. So who in your life or at work or at home, who's the person that does tough love for you? Who creates space for you? whether, you know, that's to stand up and say your piece or whether it's um, to take on a particular project or role. Who helps you learn? Who inspires you? Who listens to you without judgment? Who's your role model? Who mentors you? Who's your cheerleader who's always there on the sideline going, yeah, go on, you know, and celebrating you and inspiring you to keep going and um, just giving you that lift when you need it? There's lots of different roles that our relationships with people in our careers and our lives can play. What I would really like to invite you to do now is to really sit down, literally get a bit of paper. Think about what role you need someone to play. If you're creating your personal career team, you know, that group of people who you want around you, what are the roles that you need them to play? Yeah, I've suggested a few things earlier. Who's fulfilling some of those roles now? Where might you need someone new or different? Or maybe more than one person in your corner to play a particular role if you want different perspectives on things. You know, sometimes these are quite formal things. You might have a formal mentor at work, but you might also have someone informal who is a bit of a role model and who you go to to run things by. Who's the person who's always got your back? Again, this is not to suggest anything manipulative, but being really clear about who those people are, it makes it much easier and a much more conscious thing to ask for advice, to go to the right person when you have a problem, um, to get the input that you need from those people at the right time, in the right way for you. So just making that a little bit, being a bit more aware, having more self-awareness around who those people are for you will really help you get the most out of those relationships. Really understand and frankly be grateful for the, having those people in your life. And if there are gaps on that bit of paper, if there are roles that are not being played that you think, actually, maybe I need that person, maybe I need that that role to be filled, then you can go out and look for the right person to fill that role for you. I'm not suggesting you interview, by the way, but, you know, <laughs> you might want to have a conversation or you might just want to get to know them and see if it's a good fit for you. So just to summarise, I've talked a little bit about the role of connection in leadership. So from a perspective of allyship and creating opportunities and support and learning and all that good stuff. I've talked a little bit about the importance of relationships and connection in terms of our resilience, in terms of our ability to bounce back, not just in terms of support, but in terms of actually our fundamental ability to connect with other people and how that is different for everyone. 
And really understanding that can help us to see other people's ability to connect with us or not in a different way. And that openness and curiosity about other people and their experiences really does matter in terms of our ability to lead them or be led by them as well. I've talked a little bit about really asking ourselves some of those conscious questions about our connections. Who do we need on our team? Who's playing what role? Where are the gaps? And how do I fill them? Now, I hope that's been helpful. There's a lot in this. Again, any questions or anything, absolutely come and have a chat, DM me, whatever. I always love to hear from people. Thank you so much for listening. I'm going to put a couple of um, links in the show notes, just to a few things around attachment if you're interested in that. If you're a parent, you might be interested and I, I can put a few things in there from that perspective as well. Also put in a couple of links to some free material I've got that you can sign up for that might help you just think a little bit more consciously about some of this stuff. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you again next week. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Frustrated and Exhausted. Hit the follow button for future episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at Resonate Leadership and LinkedIn at Ruth Alexandra Wood. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Frustrated and Exhausted is brought to you by Resonate Leadership and the wonderful team at the Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Ruth Wood. Take care and speak to you soon.